Hello guys, today is another beautiful day, I hope you're doing alright. So today I'm gonna be telling you guys about my thoughts on friendships, maturity, and personal relationships and people's lives in general. So as I'm sure you guys already know, we live in a very, very volatile generation where everything is as volatile as the generation itself. And that includes, more often than not, love relationships, friendships, even some family relationships have started to be treated in a very volatile manner, like they don't actually mean anything despite the blood bond. But despite that, some people still enter relationships really willing to make things work. and. They don't want anything to go wrong, they're really committed to the person they're in the relationship with, but despite that, they let their own personal fears or issues prevent them from actually committing to the person they're in the relationship with and actually moving on to to laying out a foundation that that will help them have a solid future together. And many people do this to themselves, and I'm sure you already have some in your life who did it, and maybe friends, maybe family members, and maybe one day you also did it too, that moment when you, so let's say you're like one year into a relationship with someone, for example, and then the relationship is clearly headed somewhere, but one day you allow yourself to ask yourself the question if if the relationship you're in is actually the relationship you want to be in because by asking yourself that question even though some will say it's a smart question but when you ask yourself that you're destabilizing your entire future with the person because not just your future but your your present too because you're creating unnecessary doubt which wasn't there in the first place because at the beginning when you engaged in the relationship you were acting on that it's the proper relationship you wanted to be in but now things maybe were getting too far and by asking yourself that you you created disharmony in how you feel about the facts about how the relationship is actually going and a sort of hypothetical reality where you think that perhaps you're with the wrong person And that maybe you could waver off that relationship and give a chance to something else later on that may or may not work. But by doing that, what it is you're doing is that you've already ruined something good for yourself that was already going on. And you traded it for something else that most likely won't make you feel happy at all. Or even if it does, it won't make you feel as happy as you did before. And yeah, these are the sorts of gambles people take in their love relationships many times because they're caused by the fears they have, their own issues, traumas from their childhoods, or more often than not because they weren't committed or invested enough into the relationship. And so they ruin something good that they had going on for themselves.
all because they were too afraid to actually take a leap of faith with the person they're into the relationship with and they created unnecessary doubt which ultimately the destroyed their relationship with the person but i also have to acknowledge that that question is not always invalid because sometimes people are in relationships with abusive partners, toxic partners, and this abusiveness and toxicity doesn't always apply in only a physical manner as in your partner is hurting you physically. No. More often than not it's actually emotionally and mentally because there are many abusive partners who abuse people without who abuse their partners without actually physically hurting them and they abuse them by how they manipulate their emotions manipulate how they feel towards them to get what they want and many people are in those kinds of relationships some know it and they still stick to those partners anyway and others are just too afraid to admit it i guess but the point is if if you're in such a relationship or know someone who's in such a relationship should your first instinct be to push your partner away or encourage that person that you know to push their uh, supposedly toxic or abusive partner away because we have to look at the facts and see how this current society defines toxicity and abusiveness there are actual definitions for the terms even when it applies to emotional manipulation like i just said but in this generation they uh, they or i can say we we have redefined what words mean and what used to be a toxic partner 10 years ago is now what a toxic partner is now because if you go all over the internet on instagram twitter facebook you'll see many people who talk about the situations they're in in their relationships and then they call them toxic but when you actually see what they said about the relationship it wasn't toxic because now nowadays people have casual disagreements with their partners and they call their partners toxic because they couldn't agree with them or they couldn't back them up on this or that issue or they simply just gave them a piece of advice that they didn't want to hear because we live in a very progressive society now if if a, if a guy is dating a girl the guy can't tell the girl he's dating what to wear i mean sure he can give his opinion i'm not going to ex- exaggerate things he's, he can give his opinions what he thinks but if he actually tries to majorly disagree with his girlfriend in a certain way about what she should wear or um let's say perhaps the pictures she posts on her instagram or facebook or twitter page more often than not you'll see that what society will encourage the girl to do is to break up with that boyfriend of hers because apparently he's trying to control her just because he doesn't want her to show her cleavage to the world because he's too protective over her or or not even too protective but just a normal level of protectiveness that every guy in a relationship should have and so i could talk about many other instances 
but the point is and i'm sure many of you already know it words have been redefined by our generation and they don't always mean what they mean so every time you hear someone say that they have a toxic or or emotionally abusive partner it's not necessarily always the case it's something else that can be resolved without resorting to a breakup but they mean they misconstrued it to mean something else and well they don't have the patience to deal with what they defined it as so what they want is a breakup right away instead of trying to discuss and mend things and see if they can keep their relationship afloat but with that being said some people and actually many people are still in seriously abusive and uh, toxic relationships and If you're in such a relationship, I would advise you to if you see that your partner won't change, then no matter how much you love them, just I'd advise you to give them up, break up with them or maybe take a break from them and see if you can give them time to themselves to change because sometimes people are dealing with their own issues and they're not given the proper time to reflect on them and see if they can try to change and being rushed into a relationship with someone else with those issues it's what creates the toxic environment that you may be having in your relationship so if you're in a toxic or emotionally abusive relationship and you want to get out of it i advise you to do it or if you know someone who's in it advise them to do it too And another thing I want to tell you guys about or how I think about it is how this generation has also redefined what friendships should be about because we have many soft people in this generation you guys already know it many people are really soft their emotions are really really soft they can't take no for an answer they can't take disagreement for an answer And so what happened uh, and keeps happening you can see it on social media is that people are are being encouraged to choose friends who will support them in everything they do. And yes, of course you want that in your relationship with a friend, in a friend in a in a friendly you want that in a friendly relationship, you want that in a friendship. But what exactly does that entail saying that you want a you want a friend who will support you in every single thing you do because what what this generation is pushing mostly on social media is that you got to choose friends who will back you friends who won't disagree with you because more often than not many of our generational peers are making very very poor decisions with their lives and so if you have that one serious friend who's actually telling you to take things seriously or to try to make something successful out of your life or what you want what you may want to do may already have the potential to bring you success but what exactly is it you're doing because many things can bring you success but you need to look at what they entail exactly anyway i'll get back to that later my point was back to how so my my point was how was 
is that when you're selecting your friends, you shouldn't pick people who will sugarcoat everything for you. When you make a mistake, they'll tell you that it's fine. You make another mistake, that they tell you that it's fine. It's always fine. Mistakes are okay. And yes, mistakes are okay. You gotta learn from them. They gotta help you grow. But they won't help you grow if everything is being sugarcoated for you. You messed up in a relationship, you messed up in a certain situation in your life, and you have friends who only keep telling you that everything is fine. Those are not real friends. You need friends who will support you, of course, and stick by you, but they also gotta be able to tell you the truth, the cold stark truth if necessary, that will really hurt your feelings, But at the end, you will realize that it's what you needed to hear to actually change in whatever domain it is you needed to change. And not a friend who will always sugarcoat everything for you, making you think that every decision you're making is fine. Because the truth is not every decision is fine. You can come back from every decision. You can learn from it. Actually, you can you can come back from some decisions, some you can't come back from, but you can learn and grow from every decision, but some decisions will only affect you on the short term while others can completely change your life. So you will need friends who are able to tell you the truth before you make decisions that will completely change your life, either for the better or the worse. And that's why instead of following the criteria that's being given by social media sites, by social media activists and others on how you should select your friends, you should use the criteria that's always been used by people. Because if if you want to have good friends, you gotta follow certain things. The, the first thing I think you should follow is how do your friends react when you... The, the person you want to make your friend, how do they react when you tell them news, both bad news and good news? Because if someone really has the potential of being your friend, or if they're already your friend and you want to see if they're really a good friend, you'll realize that when you tell them bad news, they actually listen. They won't try to talk you down by telling you you're stupid or weak for having let this or that thing happen in your life they'll actually listen to you let you let you um express your emotions and they won't judge you to the end except maybe if you, if you ask for advice but even if you ask for advice they won't judge you they'll tell you what you need to hear or sometimes they won't even say anything at all they'll just be there to support you they'll they'll make you feel worthy they won't make you feel like shit just because you let this or that bad thing happen in your life maybe you didn't even have any control over it and that's a good thing and another thing uh, which is the contrast to that is that when you tell them good news you gotta see how they react and i'm not just saying that they have to celebrate with you because yeah they do when you tell them good news but you have some people in your life whom i'm, I'm sure many people do you know you you know we always try to cut them out of our lives often but sometimes we can't cut all of them out because some maybe are family members or whatnot 
So anyway, you, you may have people in your life whom you label as friends, but when something good happens to you, you're actually afraid of going to them and telling them those good news. Because maybe, you know, it may make them feel envious or threatened by you somehow. You, you achieved this certain level of success in this or that domain, maybe at school, in your personal life, elsewhere. And you're afraid of going to them first to tell them the good news. And that's not okay. Because if you label someone as a friend, a good friend... Whenever something good happens to you, you gotta feel that you can run to them and tell it to them and they will be happy with you and feel happy for you. They won't try to denigrate you by making you feel bad about it because they themselves haven't achieved this or that thing. Because that shows that they're in constant competition with you and that doesn't help at all in your friendship. Because you don't want friends who are in competition with you. You want friends who want to help you grow and grow with you. You know, people who support you and you support them too. You support each other. Not those who claim to want to see you succeed. But when the success does come, they seem to feel bad for you. Because maybe it came for you first before it did for them. Or maybe they already have it too, but they just wanted to be just the superior friend in this or that domain. So that's not a good friendship. I'm not saying you have to cut them out of your life. No, no, that's that's always a bad approach to everything. But you can you can cross-examine all your friends and single out the ones with that kind of behavior, and you just. You just try to try and see if what they bring to the table is more than that that which they take away. Because if they're constantly jealous of you, it means there are words that they will tell you to make you feel bad about yourself. And if you listen to those words on a daily basis or regular basis long enough, they may end up changing you. And so that's why you need to root out such friends. But of course, I'm not telling you to do that right away. You just need to cross-examine them. See if what they bring to the table is more than what that which they take away. Because all friends, you have them for a reason. Maybe you have some friends because you know that they give this or that advice in certain situations. And you love them for that. You have other friends because of, of this or that thing you have in common. So you just gotta examine and see if... If you're calling them a good friend, but you know they have that bad trait which is very toxic of being envious and jealous of you, you gotta see if what they bring to the table is good enough for you to wanna stick around with them and hang around with them when you know they have that toxic behavior. And talking about envious friends anyway, it brings me back, it brings me to my final point, which was about how this generation i mean it's always been the case throughout human existence but in this generation it's even worse the the people comparing themselves to others just by looking at the success they had and not looking at the downsides it brought because people compare themselves in in one dimension only without looking at other 
uh, at other possibilities or other downsides or upsides that came with the decision that this or that person you admire took because you look at someone who's worked 40 hours a week every week for 40 years so they're like maybe 60 now or 70 but it's ruined all their relationships they're maybe di uh, divorced three or four times and so you look at that person you look at the positive things only and so you're like they're rich yes it's true but they're also old and they only have one lifetime they're not gonna get a do-over and so do you want to imitate them and go and go the same route they did and encounter all the hardships they did because for you it might even be worse than it was for them and so when you look at someone maybe they may be your friend or they may be a stranger and when you look at them and you're like they have this or that success because they did this or that and many motivational speakers who seem to have good intentions and i don't doubt they do they encourage the youth they encourage this generation that if you want to become successful you're gonna have to get fully immersed in your dream and work on only your dream and maybe they may not say directly but what they mean is you're gonna have to throw your relationships into the water and you may still have time for a personal love relationship but let's say you do follow their advice and you're like you're gonna be one of those major entrepreneurs maybe not in the same category but in in a, in, a, in a different one maybe but you're still gonna invest everything you have in it all your time all your energy and even if you do become successful when you're 80 and your life is almost over and you actually realize that you only have one that you only had one lifetime and you wasted it on on the volatile things this volatile generation keeps encouraging us to follow you'll realize that you would have rather invested all your time and effort into preserving the good relationships you had because you want to be rich yes but you gotta look whatever you're working on when are you gonna be rich enough because some people get rich quickly but rich rich is also rich is like beauty and it's in the eye of the beholder because it doesn't matter how fat your bank account is if you've set yourself a certain determinant of when you're gonna be rich when you're gonna have become rich until you've reached that you're never gonna feel rich enough and so when you do feel rich enough are you gonna be wealthy because being rich is is a thing that can happen at any given moment in time it can come and go or even stay but when it's wealth it's it's accrued in a certain way it's it's and and wealth is not always money because wealth also includes your relationships the things you have that you can't easily lose because a man who's lived a simple life you know never cared much about becoming famous or rich or 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 maybe becoming rich but not too rich and when that man is on his deathbed at 70 or 80 or 90 and there are like 50 people gathered around his deathbed i can assure you he definitely feels happier than 
the men who went and worked for millions and billions maybe but on his deathbed he's alone not even a single person bringing them flowers and so maybe the hypothetical i gave right now may be too far a stretch and that may not be the case for many of you but the point is if you want to be successful you got to be careful uh, in what way you want to be successful because you may be trading far more important things for the success you want to get which you may not which you may not even get and if you do get it you may come to realize that the way in which you got that success you pushed everyone away and yeah you're alone on your deathbed and so you don't want to do that so when you look at the successful people in the world and you want to follow this or that certain path and you're like you're going to become successful too and known and respected you don't you don't just got to look at the positives the upsides you're seeing in their lives currently you got to look at their downsides too you got to look at their personal relationships how are they doing in their personal relationships because is that really how you want to be doing in your personal relationships when you reach this or that age well i don't think so because there are already many old rich people in this day and age who already talk much about how they will give everything they have to 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 go back to their youth age and do everything right that they did wrong and so you wonder they're already rich they're they have this supposed success you think they have but then where are they saying they want to go back where are they saying they'd give everything to go back to their youth age and maybe not be as successful but have meaningful relationships that actually that actually lead to something solid and so yeah my closing statement is that yeah it's it's good to be successful i encourage everyone to be successful i want to be successful we should all want to be successful but we got to we we got to look at how we wanna, we want to achieve that success and what that success is and if we see that we're going to have to trade our intimate relationships to earn that success then i think it will be best if we all judge that it's really not worth it so thanks for those of you who listened to the end i hope you have a nice day